0: Ever since I was a little kid in different times in my life, I have been filled with fear. And yet we hear in this reading from the book of Isaiah, thus says the Lord, say to those whose hearts are frightened, be strong, fear not. Certainly when we're little kids, maybe as we grow older, there's times in our lives where we're not in control of something, and so fear is something that sets in. Especially if it's a pending fear of some harm to us. Now, as a little kid, you know, I had many a times that my brothers might have teased me about pushing me out of the hay barn or pushing me off the three-wheeler, and it only happened a small percent of time. And yet, the fear is there that it might happen. Fear is such a strong emotion in the human person, and it's one of those emotions that the evil one loves to work on. He loves to build an illicit fear within us that isn't reasonable or rational. And so the challenge we have as human beings is to try to sort out in our own mind what is real and what isn't real when it comes to pending harm. We live in a world today that's filled with a lot of fear. Some of it is for very good reasons. And some of it may be in imagined that it's going to be worse than it actually is. And yet, it might be bad in certain situations with certain things. The way to enter your peace is to enter more deeply in relationship with God so that we judge everything that comes our way, whether it's in the news, social media, whether it's something in our family, the world, our country, within the church, we're able to be rooted deeply in God. Even Jesus had great trying times in his life. Can you imagine what it was like, for example, for him as he was about to be crucified? Imagine the anxiety that he must have, in his natural human anxiety, must have been there. And yet, what did he do? He spent more time communing with the Father so he'd have what he needed when the cross came his way. The answer to fear, the things that are out of our control, uncertainties of the future, whether it's our health, whether it's anything else, is to enter more closely into friendship with God, realizing that God loves us so much he will always provide for what we need. It doesn't mean that bad things won't happen to us or others. It doesn't mean that there isn't some legitimate reason for fear of some harm. But once we know the Father's love, we realize that the Father is with us at all times, even the most traumatic ones in our life, or for trying to heal from traumatic memories in our life. Be strong, fear not, is a challenge to most of us as humans. But Isaiah goes on to say, here is your God. He comes with vindication, with divine recompense. He comes to save you. God will save us from everything, including our fear. It doesn't mean he'll save us from every cross that is part of our life that he already knows is going to happen. But as long as we draw closer to him, whatever fears come, and some of them are very legitimate in the world we have today. We're drawing close to an anniversary of September 11th. This is a lot of fear. How about the poor Afghanistanians? Imagine the fear that they're experiencing. Or the Christians in the Holy Land, with less than 1% were Christian there. There's trials and challenges coming from many levels, even with the coronavirus. But how do we find our way as people of faith by drawing closer to God, humbly acknowledging our need, and then relying on that grace God wants to be our stronghold. He wants us to run to him like little children. Because what would I do when I was a little kid? I'd run to mom or dad, right? Run to Mary. Run to Jesus. Run to the Father. And it's in that friendship with God that the hardships of the past, the present, or the future, suddenly enable us to let God strengthen us. We cannot avoid suffering and trials and what happens in the world that we can't change and fix, or our country, within our families, within our church. But God's with us. He's greater than all these things. And so in the midst of the sadnesses, even like what happened in Afghanistan so recently, these things can be very unsettling, and rightly so. But if we draw closer to God, we're able to rely more on Him and to allow all the things that are confusing about such decisions or actions of others, whomever they may be, that we know God is with us. So we walk as Christians through this life, through a valley of darkness, but filled with no fear, because love casts out all fears we know from Scripture. And the fears of today will be passing. The trials of the past will be healed. And the uncertainties of the future, God will give us everything we need. Why faith in God? St. James says in our second reading today, listen, beloved brothers and sisters, God did not choose those who were poor in the world to be rich in faith, did he not? Did not God choose those who were poor in the world to be rich in faith and heirs of the kingdom that he promised to those who love him? The more we need God, the better place we are at. And the more we surrender to God and we draw closer to him, we realize that the real fears, things we have to be afraid of, and the imagined ones, are not as great as the love of God. And when we turn to him and ask for help, he will give us what we need we will walk in the midst of darkness with the radiant light of God within us. That's what he's calling us Christians to today and each day, to live and flourish in the love of the Lord, regardless of what comes our way, knowing of the love of God.